Welcome to the Charged Up Charger Podcast International Edition. People from Colombia, from the UK, we got Alex and Simon. Alex, how you doing? You kind of look like Austin Eckler. No, that is not Austin Eckler. That is Alex Briggs, man. How you doing today? Yeah, not bad, not bad, man. I wish I was built like Austin Eckler. <laughs> he, <laughs> he is man. built different. Uh, how about you, Simon? How you doing? Everything's good here. Little rainy, but, you know, a good Charger stock afternoon so everything's great you you catch simon riding dirty um we're about to get into this charger um all the good stuff from the off seasons free agents all that good stuff lucas how you doing man i know we just did podcast last night but how you doing man i'm doing great man always good to have you with me but i got two more homies over here and two more charger homies and hey also shout out to these guys because we got different time zones hey alex what time is it over there uh 10 to 11 p.m Oh, okay. Lord. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my God. It's 3.50 over here right now. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's almost 6 p.m. here. So, it's, it's closer. My boy Alex is almost in the next day. He's from the future, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll be telling you all about the free agencies you haven't seen yet. <laughs> all right. We're going to get right into it. Let's get some reactions. First of all, probably the biggest departure, Hunter Henry to the Patriots, I know that that killed us all. I was like, no. I mean, he said he wanted a good quarterback, and then he went to the Patriots. doesn't make any sense to me. Lucas, what was your initial reactions to this? Well, I mean, I think that we all figured that Hunter Henry was going to be one of those guys that his decision in the offseason for where, whether he's going to resign or go to a different team was going to be like at the end of free agency if he would return to the Chargers after this first round of moves, or he'd be poached by some other team, and that's exactly what happened. And it was by Bill Belichick. Of all people. Of course. And honestly, I just think about all those times where the Chargers played uh, the Patriots and Bill Belichick just goes right up to Hunter Henry. And I never see this man, like, talk to a player, an opposing player for so long. So, I mean, I've seen – we've all seen this coming. It's like the – I don't know if you guys seen Star Wars, but it's like the, the Chancellor grooming <laughs> Anakin. Like, it's literally like that. But Hunter Henry, I mean, and the Patriots, I think they're really trying to recreate some kind of magic over there because my dad was always telling me how Bill Belichick always tried to do – Aaron Hernandez and uh, Gronkowski, Kowski. their combo, yeah. I think he's trying to cook something up because he just got John o. Smith and Hunter Henry. I mean, this is the most money he's ever spent in one season of free agency. There was a figure. I It's not off the top of my head. I can't remember. But he, it was something like he spent like only $100 million in free agency like his first 10 years as a coach. And then he spent over 154 or something, something insane Damn. amount. My uh, boy just Bill. Past year, so crazy. My boy Bill got the stimmy. That's why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've heard so much about that stimmy over there, man. Yeah. <laughs> so much about it. Yeah. Well, I, must say, you... oh, sorry, I was just going to say on the, the Hunt Henry thing, it was incredible for me to see, oh, well, don't worry, John o. Smith's gone over there. He's not going to go anywhere. Right. We're not going to worry about Hunt Henry going anywhere now. At least that's not an issue. Then Billy comes in, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Big balls. <laughs> Big balls, Billy. It wasn't only John o. Smith. They've got two draft picks from this year, so... They've yeah. got some tight ends. They're the new Chicago over there. <laughs> I really they thought are. they were going to go for Kyle Pitts in the draft, and we'll do, we're going to do a mock draft um, in another yeah. podcast. I really thought they would go for Kyle Pitts for sure, but, I mean, hell, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do get three tight ends. Fuck it. But, um, all right, moving <laughs> on. To replace that tight end um, was Jared Cook, ex-Raider, ex-Saint. I was a big fan of this. I had a big old rant on Twitter about this, saying that he was – he was pretty good with a decent Derek Carr. He wasn't really good with the with Drew Brees because 
there's just too much weapons. I think this is perfect. One year we could we could sit and see if we could get tight end and free agency draft picks. I'm I'm even comfortable with getting Kyle Pitts on number thirteen and having two tight ends. Get him get a get a page out of Billy's book, you know. But um, I like this I like this personally a lot. He was my fantasy god savior a couple years ago when he was on the Raiders. So personally, I have a personal connection with him. So I like Jared Cook, Simon, or I mean uh, Alex. How did you like this Jared Cook signing? Um, I wasn't a massive fan at first. I'll always remember the like the bit of the beef they had with Derwin James and whoever when we played the Raiders. Didn't really like him as a player. Oh, no. um, and, you know, I was still kind of hurting from the Hunt Henry loss. So at first I was, it was kind of like, what the hell is this as a replacement? When you start to think back and you look at the numbers and fair enough, you got Hunter Henry for the path, for the rush block as well. But looking at, um, uh, looking at Cook, I was kind of like, okay, fair enough for a year. We'll give him a year. It's fine. We'll see how it goes. So at first, very angry. Looking on reflection, it's not the worst replacement that was out there. A really good band-aid, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What about you, Lucas? Yeah, I mean, a $6 million deal, pretty solid. I think that he's good. I mean, his stats last year, 37 receptions for 504, but seven touchdowns. He's still that red zone threat. And I think those numbers are a little bit down because you got to realize these past two years, Drew Brees at the end of his career, and he got injured both these two years. And so they had they went down to the third-string quarterback in back-to-back seasons. So you don't really know exactly where his level of play is, but I don't expect it to be – bad at all to be honest I honestly if we're being real Hunter Henry and his availability wasn't kind of there this is a pretty um overall healthy player in Jared Cook and I think that his production I think will honestly be steady and honestly maybe even be more than this past season or maybe even the past two I just have high expectations obviously but I think there's something there to be said because he has connections with obviously our coach uh, offensive coordinator that came from the Saints uh Joe Lombardi Simon what do you think yeah, I think he's imp- like the difference between Cook and Henry will be felt mostly on blocking, yeah. where Henry is a much better blocker than that Cook. But but honestly, I, I'm not too worried because uh, tight end ain't the most important position, you know. And going from a, a twelve million dollar contract to a six million. For one year, I think I think it's fine. And with those six million, you can sign at least another quality uh, player somewhere else. So I, I'm actually fine with it. I, I think he's gonna do a good job in our offense for at least one or two years, while we develop, you know, a Parham and probably a draft pick. Yeah. Um, over the last three seasons, only Travis Kelsey has more receiving touchdowns than a tight end, Jared Cook. So I mean. Overall, red zone threat. We need to put points on the board. You've seen this last season. We just couldn't get it done. I think he'll be a big part of that. And we got Donald Parham, like Simon said. I mean, that dude's big. He just needs to get groomed. So I think this was a good, you know, mentor for him. Because that dude's 6'7". He's he's built like a a lineman. So I would love to see uh, Donald Parham developed. And then maybe next year he'll be our starting tight end. I will be completely fine with that. All right, moving yeah. on to um, the offensive line. We lost a couple, which I think all you guys would agree, you know, it won't hurt us like uh, Hunter Henry. Where Dan Feeney went to the Jets and then Cole Tune, uh, Tuner went to the Texans. I mean, we're okay with that, right? We can all agree yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Or, yeah. yeah, but we did make some big moves on the offensive line. We got, um, who? give me a second to try to pronounce this, Oday Abush, Abushley? Abushley. Abushi. 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 
Yeah. Oh my lord, o- uh, Odebushi from the Lions, and I seen his tape, and he he don't allow nothing go um, through that line, and I'm I'm yeah. very happy to see that we're making some moves. I think this is going to determine the mock the, our mock draft later. But a one-year, $2 million, I mean, it can't get much cheaper than that. See how it works out, like with Jared Cook and maybe re-sign him. Um, Lucas, what was your initial reaction to this signing? Well, I mean, like you said, the 1.75 is super cheap. I mean, at the at this stage of free agency, which is not even a week yet into it, um, because this is Sunday, this is the official end of it. I mean, to get a deal like this, where usually you would see this at the very end with a player that not of this caliber – um, it's super crazy to see TT pull this off. He definitely deserves the credit there. And honestly, I'm just going to go on with the whole offensive line, uh, to be honest, because this is where we've seen the most improvement, the most new faces here. Corey Lindsley being the highest paid center in the league now because we nabbed him from uh, Green Bay, another Green Bay uh, player that we've nabbed. And honestly, I feel it feels like this guy could definitely t- change things around and be another all-pro player, have another all-pro year. And then also Matt Filer. Uh, this team is just finally taking shape among the offensive line. And I'm just hoping that this is the final combination that TC finally gets right. He's had multiple chances to get this right, and they have never fanned out. But I think this is the most opportunistic and most potential we've seen for a Chargers offensive line in a long time, especially with the draft position where they're at. Not getting too far ahead of myself, but I'm very excited what this is. And I think one stat that people don't really know that need to know is that how with – well, who was the Trey Turner? Trey Turner that we just signed away or gave away, and also uh, I believe it was Dan Feeney's contract. Their contract, their value matches exactly one to one ratio with Lindsley and uh, Matt Filer. So you could just see how, even though we just made Lindsley the highest paid center in the league, TT's still working his cap space magic. It's still reasonable, and uh, to, to get upgrades by still spending theoretically the same amount of money. Um, is really good to me. Yeah. Alex, anything to add on to that? Yeah, well, no, I, I definitely agree. So it was the, the Ode Abushi trade, which kind of went under the radar a little bit for everybody, but he's the one that just garnered a lot of talk now. So if you, like, do a quick look around and you talk, you know, like, hear what some of the experts are saying and he's really developed in that position and I don't know if it was he was testing free agency and the Lions were going to come back in for him but he's one that's going to I think for me he's going to be a, a massive like pound for pound a great signing based on how he's developed um, but to to say I think looking at Herbert and how much he was pressured last season a big thing all Chargers fans were looking at was let's get him some protection and we can't say anything other than Tom Telesco has gone out and got him that protection. Now he's signing the best center in the league. He's signing uh, Balaga's best mate. And then we've got Filer coming through as well. It's going to be interesting to see if we bolster any more, but I'm pretty happy how it is on the flip side of that. We have kind of suffered at other positions that we've had to let go to make room for that, but we have still got cap space to play with. So I'm not ready to write off those positions yet, but we'll see how that develops. That is also true. Yeah, uh, Simon, what, what do you think about these yeah, offensive so, line moves? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like Telesco in his pre- in his press conference said that O line was a big need, and he sure looks like he's working on it. Like he's got three starters already. You know, he can he can be a starter, but he can also be a really good backup. So I'm. I'm actually pretty happy with with those three moves. 
and this, the interior of the offensive line should look much, much better this year compared to last. Yes, I'm really, really excited to see this offensive line shape up with all these new pieces. I think it'll work. Like Lucas said, I think it will. Um, moving on to, um, is there any, uh, I'll ask Lucas first. Lucas, is there any free agents you think that we missed out on or any available ones that we'd like the Chargers to go after? Who you got? Oh, well, I was thinking maybe Staley was definitely going to get one of his former players from the Rams and oh, either man, Hill or John Johnson bro. or maybe even Leonard Floyd. I mean, it seemed like one of those guys. Was uh, any, even Hill. Would, would have been really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It would have been amazing. And even maybe a reunite uh, with uh, Jason Barrett. And all those players have quickly gone off. So it's it's very interesting to see where the, what move they're going to do because they, they still have a lot of cap. but um, And I don't know if they would like to trade. But right now, I'm just hurting a little bit because of our secondary, especially with letting go of Casey Hayward as well. There has to be a big move yeah. in, in the works coming up right now. And uh, – as far as free agencies, free agents that I want to go after right now, I, I don't really have one on the top of my head. I think I'm going to pass this off to Alex. Alex, do you have any free agents that you have? Yeah, so again, covering that defense conversation that I was saying earlier about, yeah, we've got the O-line kind of sorted now. Let's concentrate back on DBs and cornerbacks. And like you say, the, the big one was uh, Casey Haywood going and can we replace him? And yeah, he was getting a bit old and people were complaining that he was getting burnt sometimes. But I mean, to replace that cover, I think there's still availability in, say, a Dory Jackson. He's one yeah. that I've been tracking for a while and I don't think he's gone anywhere yet. Um, so I think, I, I kind of think a Dory Jackson would be the one that I'd be after. I was kind of annoyed about Fuller. I thought when he came up and they were like, oh, well, Fuller could go anywhere. He could go Broncos or Chargers and then. Obviously, Bears umming and ahhing about releasing him for ages, hoping to get money, for, helping to get something for him in the trade, and then released him at the last minute. And then thirty, it was like thirty minutes later, the Broncos had a deal over the line. So obviously, they were just waiting for him to get past free agency because they didn't want to give him, didn't want to give the Bears anything, which is fair. And obviously, the Bears are just imploding now, so that could be an interesting yeah. one to watch. Yeah, for real. Um. I was really sad when I seen that happen. I was like, man, that would have been fit perfect. Now the Broncos secondary is looking kind of scary. I'm like, man. And that determines their draft because I thought they're going to definitely get a corner. And I think now it's completely changed. I think they, uh, they, you know, address that free agency. So it's going to be real fun to see who they get in the mock draft. They might even trade down. So, Simon, is there any, any free agents that you uh, wanted or that any are still available? Yeah, of the of the ones that we missed, other than the Rams players, I also really wanted this guy Hassan Reddick. He got a yeah. really good deal. I I think we we could have moved that way, and from the you know I also wanted the Fueler or or probably I still want a, a Dory Jackson, but one guy. I still think we can maybe get if he doesn't get too expensive. Uh, you know, he got he's got the background with our offensive coaches is Alejandro Villanueva. I don't love that guy, but <laughs> if we get it him on a nice deal, we could get we we can still pick like Vera Tucker or or later in the draft and move him to guard to guard and have, like, a really, really good offensive line there. Like, a one-year deal for Villanueva would, would be actually okay, I think. 
Wow. That, I, I forgot about him, and um, yeah, I think that would fit perfect. We'll have all these new starters besides Balaga if he can stay healthy and then get some depth in the draft. I'm completely fine with that. That that would be not a bad move at all. I, think, Laura, uh, I was just going to say one of the funny ones I saw was like I was humming and humming and and seeing like what Chargers Twitter thought, and obviously Trent Williams was still on the board, and they're like, "Oh, I wonder how much he'd take. I wonder what he'd go for." And then you find out that he's pay, getting paid like 140 million over six years at San Francisco. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe that's a bit too steep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think one position that maybe that the Chargers could look for in free agency, maybe towards the end as well, is an edge rusher to help out with Joey Bosa. Because Melvin Ingram, he's going mm. – where, where is he going? He was just he, talking he, to the Chiefs, I the think, Chiefs. right now. Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. definitely got to yeah, have he's probably He didn't have a great season there last no, season. No, he didn't. He didn't get one sack. But we had two right here that I just want to throw out there. Aldous Swift, maybe, or Carlos Dunlap. Two guys that maybe could be brought in some pretty cheap con- contracts. And even though they're kind of on the back end of their career, they still had kind of productive seasons. Aldous Smith and his comeback, and then Carlos Dunlap. Um He's not too far removed from having a pretty good year in 2019. So um, I could definitely see a definite Band-Aid right there brought in to help out Joey. Yeah, well, one guy. Was that... Oh, sorry. I was going to say is that as well as Jadavian Clowney as well, maybe. Yeah, I think maybe Jadavian. But he's just been – I don't really like Jadavian because he's been floating around. And whatever team he gets to, he just doesn't play because he's not healthy, gets hurt, and then he's not productive. And, and the Titans, their whole ordeal with Jadavian really maybe turned off to – you know, signing him because they just could not get pressure on the quarterback and even his time in Seattle too. So I don't know about Jadavion. I think, I think, uh, honestly, I really think that one play in college has just helped him out so much. In his he's all, he's all bark, no bite. I mean, that's like you said, that college play is really getting him to where he's at, which sucks because he's explosive. It's just, I don't think he found the right system and which sucks because I, I would love to see him a charger, but I think his price tag is too high too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the charges won't go that high. One guy, I yeah, I, one guy I like at Edrush is Ryan Kerrigan. I think he's gonna be a yeah Kerrigan. I forgot about him. Yeah, Wait, was he the football team? Wasn't he? Yeah, the Washington yeah, football, the team. football team. Yeah, yeah. I think there's one guy out there, uh, Malik Hooker. Okay, I've been staying in for a while. I like him a lot. He was injured, you know, last year, but I think he could be some depth. Um, I you know we lost Rashawn Jenkins to the Jaguars. He got a well-deserved contract. Sad about that too. And I was like, man, I really wanted him back. We re-signed Mike Davis though, which is cool. But I think we yeah. have some depth in the safety. Duran James is coming back. Um, I think we could give some um, good defensive backs in the draft. We would have to see. Though, but Malik Cooker, I think would uh, fit. I think would fit perfect. Asan, aside, Duran James, or even just a depth, because we're we're, we're really you guys are. Uh, I mean, a lot of people are going to see Rashawn Jenkins is going to. It was that's a big hole to fill in, and then he was yeah. really underrated. Um, he had a tough, tough couple years, but it's just like Adrian Phillips, man. I miss him, man. Adrian Phillips was our guy. I thought Ray Jenkins was, and now you know we yeah. got to fill in that hole. And I don't think Nasir Adderley can yet. And um, yeah. As, as Lucas knows, I, I know that's Lucas' favorite player on the defensive end. Yeah. Well, to, I was just going to say, talking about the Michael Davis re-signing, I liked that one. I wasn't sure about the uh, Brandon Faison re-signing, though. Yeah. I'm not sure on that one. Mike Davis, yeah, more of a death move, but we still got Chris Harris. I was real sad about Casey Hayward, too. I was kind of confused. I really thought we were going to keep him. Classy, class act, though. Uh, he, yeah. I mean, he did get burned a lot. I mean, every time we did see him, he, he put – it was just like – I don't know. 
I miss Casey Hayward already. Um, other <laughs> players out there, uh, let's see. Isaiah Rochelle went to the Colts. Yeah. Um, happy to see him. He's he does he's such a great person. Uh, yeah. You know, was in the race for Man of the Year. Uh, Denzel Perryman went to the Panthers. Real sad about that. You think that the yeah. Chargers should address linebacker in the draft? Um, yeah. 100%. Alex? Yeah, 100%. It's one of those things, isn't it? Like I was saying earlier, like we have worked on that offensive line now, but other places and other areas are suffering because of that. And I know it's, you know, spinning plates and where's the biggest need. And it's kind of a, right, are we not going to worry too much about how much we get scored on and let Staley do his shit back there and manage the defense and then just give us all the options on offense and just make it like score as many points like if you score three touchdowns we'll score four type of vibe like it doesn't matter how many you put we'll put up seven more um but yeah uh, I, I definitely think we need to start concentrating on that now even if it's people not coming in on monster contracts but actually getting names to those spots um before we hit hit the draft but you know who knows yeah, yeah, I believe we have some bigger bigger needs, but linebacker, we absolutely need some depth there. Especially yeah. if we move to a, to a 3-4, we're going to need a lot of of outside linebackers there. Yeah, That is true. One last question before I end this. Wide receiver groom, are you guys comfortable with it? you think Guyan and Johnson will step up? Do you think we should get a guy? Is there any free agents out there? Um, Simon, I'll, I'll, I'll hand this off, uh, off to you first. What do you think the Chargers do with, with their receiving core right now? I'm okay with the core we have, but I think we can get better, and we also need some ins- insurance in case Mike Williams leaves next year. So I wouldn't be opposed to a day two wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Probably one of those two, three third rounders we we've got. So yeah. I, I would probably go there, or maybe a cheap free agent. But but I'm more on the draft wide uh, wide receiver with one of our thirds. Okay. I was going to say that Mike Williams one seemed weird to me. The fact that he was coming up to his last year and he was guaranteed like what fifteen point something million. Yeah. I thought would have oh restructured Lord. that instantly. Like okay pay him off over three years, give him 30 million over three or something daft like that, or 8 million a year for two or three years, not 15 over this next year. I don't know. But it, as for covering free agency, maybe, I don't know, I see like T.Y. Hilton or maybe Golden Tate even. But it depends how much money they want because you've got Sammy Watkins still buzzing around as well and he's a good player when he needs to be, but how much money are they going to want? This is it. This is it. And I think the draft's quite uh, wide receiver heavy, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty so, heavy. Yeah. One thing I, I think that I'm just going to trust Staley, and I've been saying it all along, is just how how good he is at evaluating talent just coming from that um, organization and under Sean McVay. I just totally trust him to make the right move with personnel. And maybe we'll see him do something with Guyton and Johnson because I really like these guys, how they emerged yeah. last year. I mean, it was seamless, and they, they stepped on the scene, and whenever they didn't let their foot off the gas pedal, they always made plays when – Know they need to. I mean, there were multiple times when Herbert was about to get smacked and they just bombed it down to Johnson or Guyton. And so I really think that there's opportunity here for him to Staley to maybe implement kind of that vertical attack that the Rams love to do so much, especially with their speedy guys and just um, being smart, you know, and I think maybe he could steal some things and it might look even better than the Rams because they had Jared Goff and I think Herbert is a way um, higher level than Goff. So 
we can see what happens. I think maybe they'll see they'll get something in free agency, like you guys said. Um, but that could be probably towards the end. And yeah. um, I mean, if they do snag one in the draft, though, that'd be nasty. I mean, I think that'd be that'd be sick because Keenan Allen definitely needs one more help in there because these guys aren't really like smooth route runners. They're more Michael is his, the power target, and then the other guys are more of the speedsters, vertical threats. I'm one thing I predicted last year. And I think that it's going to happen this year. I think Keenan Allen might be moved to the slot a lot more than we've seen, um, especially this last year, just because of what the skill set these guys bring. Um, the teammate, the wide receiver room brings already. So yeah. a lot more, I think, creativity is, uh, you know, opened up for Staley in this offense, to be honest. Yeah, like uh, you're saying Staley, he, he has the good – he could gauge good personnel and good talent. Well, one guy who is a Ram, who is a free agent, who I was a big fan of is Josh Reynolds. I think that would be, okay. could be a good pickup for the slot or if Keenan Allen moves the slot. He, he, he needs a lot of work, but I think it will be some good depth there and he's familiar with Staley he's a free agent we could probably get him on a really small contract a year or two for like five six million I'll be completely fine with that but those are just that's just one wide receivers I really wanted Will Furl, Will Fuller but he went to the Dolphins and a lot of wide receivers are coming off the board T.Y. Hilton I would have mm-hmm. been fine with but I definitely think we need some help or if not I, I like the young guys Guyan and Johnson let them let them prove themselves because those are practice squad guys and they did prove themselves a lot so I'm really comfortable where we're at. If we get if we get a guy, I think if we're gonna get a wide receiver in the draft, I think we should go second round. And I might sound crazy, but first round. <laughs> I, I, I mean, if we really want some real talent, uh, um, elevate this offense. That's one way to do it. I don't think they will though. There's a lot of other needs than wants. That's more of a want than a need. So yeah. But uh, anything else you guys want to touch on before we yeah. are out of here? Yeah, can I just get your opinion on the re-signing of Michael Badgley and obviously Tristan Vizcano as well? If if I can get your thoughts on, because obviously it's a place position we've struggled at for seasons on seasons. We thought we had our man in Michael Badgley had a bit of an off season last season. I don't know if that's a confidence thing or or what it is. Um, I just want to get your guys' thoughts on that. Uh, Who will go first? I'll I'll go last. Uh, uh, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll start. Uh, I'm kind of lukewarm on on Basley, you know. Uh, I don't think he's going to be as bad as this past year, but I don't think he's the answer either. So the problem was that there wasn't much on free agency in, in the kicker department. So it was like Matt Brader was the best option, and he's like 38 years old. So, yeah, there wasn't much there. I think they they might go for an, another kicker because Vizcaino he's he's got like three kicks in his career. Yeah. I think they they should go for a rookie like an undrafted guy or maybe a seventh rounder or, or something like that. By but they need some competition there. Yeah, the only they two I saw available. It. Sorry, I was going to say the only two I saw available were like Koskowski and Bailey, I think. But yeah, there's nothing great around. Yeah, like, yeah. The, I don't know, man. The Chargers just—I have—I'm so scarred from like the kickers throughout our childhood. I mean, we we gave Nate Kading multiple chances, and we saw how that went. And even though he's statistically a good kicker, man, it has killed us so many times. So just giving bad kickers more chances, like bit us in the ass. Let's just move on and you know turn the page lovingly. Okay, 
But what I guess one thing that people would want to say is to point out is how Young Way Koo turned into like an All Pro kicker after he left. So I guess there is there is a legit point there. But man, it's like they do not perform as a Charger, and that just that's just the worst part, honestly. The thing sad. about Young Ho, we have to get rid of him. I love the story. Yeah, I loved everything about him. It's just we had it was toxic. It was a really yeah. toxic relationship between them both. And I remember. I know you guys remember what was the game? I can't remember the team. Well, there's this happened multiple times where we kicked it and we miss, and then we had to retry. No, we kicked it, made it in offsides or something. Was it the Steelers or the Broncos? It was a super emotional. Was it Steelers game. where we missed it like three times, but they that were offside one. every time? Yeah. Yes, that one, that one, that one, that one. That, one. that literally scarred me <laughs> in my trauma. I talked to my therapist about. You know, what I'm saying like that one really got me. So. Getting this kicker, I think, like he's, like Simon said, he only has three kicks under his belt. He's been a 10-year veteran just bouncing around the league. I think he would put some fire under Badgley, like, hey, we'll replace you, dog. Like, you better get your shit together. There's a guy waiting. So, I think they're going to give him one more shot. I definitely think they should get a kicker. Get Find the best kicker in college. Draft him first round. <laughs> well, yeah, I was about to say, pull up. Janikowski has got to do it. Draft him in the seventh round because you don't see kickers. I mean, well, since that, I've seen, I, I know some kickers go in the sixth. Find the best kicker in college. <laughs> like the best kicker statistically. Find him with a cool name too. Fuck it. I don't care. Just get <laughs> a kicker in there. I want to, you know, like QB controversy, there's three or four quarterbacks fighting for a job. Let's get a kicker controversy going. Let's 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 normalize that. For the Chargers fans, that is normalized. I mean, I swear to God, yeah. Lucas said, I'm so traumatized from kickers. Every time a kicker's up, I look away. I don't. I, I, I'm drinking the whole time, so I don't look at the TV. I'm just like, you know what? I don't, I don't, this is going to end bad. So, but yeah, uh, Badgley, I like the name. Money Badgley has to prove it now. He had he was on the hype train a couple years ago with the stay. mullet. Ever since the mullet, ha- he cut off the mullet. He never been the same. So maybe he needs to grow that back out. I don't know what it is, but kicker situation has to be. I mean, special teams overall just need to be better. But Anthony Lynn and all those all the old coaches are gone, and with the new. So I'm optimistic, but as Charger fans, as you all know, we can't have too high hopes because we're just gonna have a bigger heartbreak, and it's just gonna be really bad for my liver. So. <laughs> But there you guys have it. Anything else you guys want to touch on? Thank you for bringing up the kicker thing. I totally forgot. I just, you guys all good? I'm good. All right. Quick, quick predictions. Based off where we are right now, let me get a record prediction coming with Simon all the way to the far right of me because on my screen is on the far right. Simon, give me a prediction of the record right now. Just, just right off your mind right now. Just boom. Not knowing the draft and the rest of the free agency, I still think we are the second best team in our division. Okay. Should be good for another at least another nine and seven. Oh, it, it's it's ten, it's seventeen games now. It's uh, ten and seven, I think. It's gonna okay. be a record. That's good. What about you, Alex? We're gonna be a wild card team. <laughs> no, I, I think we could do better than that. Uh, just because of Staley. So I'm gonna go twelve twelve wins. So what was that? Twelve and seven. Twelve and no, twelve and five. Twelve and five. <laughs> Bad maths there. Twelve and five. Yeah, twelve and five. Yeah. What about you, Lucas? <laughs> Man, that one more game is fucking me up. Um, I'm gonna say, hmm, I'm gonna say ten and seven, two. You know, this team has a lot of holes as of right now, still, and with things don't change, and I see an injury or two coming, so we just gotta make sure that we get the depth 
I mean, I love this. I love everything, though, like the direction of the team. The um, the staff is my favorite. I love it so much, but I want to be skeptical. I want to take baby steps every time I get ahead of myself. Yeah, I can see it in your face right now. Yeah. I, I don't want to get hurt. I just don't yeah. want to get hurt. I'm about to start crying, dog. Huh? <laughs> All right, I'm going to get. I'm gonna miss you guys in the middle. I'm going to go 11 and 6. I think this team is capable of that. Lucas, don't make that face at me. Don't make that face at me. Uh, I think they could do it. New coaching staff, I think that was the biggest problem. Not even the holes we have on the players. I think it's just the coaching staff in general. All new there. So, I'm happy with our coaching staff. Like I said, though, I'm, I'm like, I'm very timid. And uh, yeah. I'm just going to have the alcohol ready, just in both hands. I'm going to double fist it every time I watch football. I'm just, you know. So, We'll see how that goes. But thank you guys for having me, the International Charged Up Charger Podcast. If you guys are listening to this still, we'll be doing a mock um, podcast right after this. So don't don't leave anywhere. Um, but where can we find you guys on social media? I'm going to go with Simon again. Where can we find you on social media? Yeah, you can find me at Suribepe, S-U-R-I-B-E-P-E. Yeah. Sounds like a Mexican <laughs> restaurant. That sounds like a good restaurant right there. <laughs> what about it's you, just, Alex? Uh, acronym of my name. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm at the Sports Network with the O's and Zeros. Um, and also, I can announce, we've got a new podcast, UK podcast, but just talking all things NFL, and I moan a lot about the Chargers. Yes. Um, and that's rugby with less hugging. If anybody wants to check that out, it's just oh, nice. two couple of Scottish guys as well. So that's always interesting. Sounds good. <laughs> oh yeah. What about you, Lucas? As you find me on Twitter at SugarFreeLucas. Talk to me football. Talk to me anything. David, where can we find you, man? You can find me Sports Guy David on literally any social media outlet: TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, if you follow me on Twitter around like two or three, that's when I'm usually drunk and I simp about stuff. So. The best sports simp page on Twitter, <laughs> hands down. But there you guys have We do a lot of giveaways coming up this um, um, season, like as you guys know. So I hope everyone has a good day. Be safe. Wear a mask. If you're in Texas, I'm sorry. But uh, you guys have <laughs> enjoy your stimmy too. Uh, I know. And then you international guys, you guys have a wonderful day too. I know it's late, but we're going to do one more podcast. So just stay with us, guys. All right. Have a wonderful Man, day. I- Bolt up. <laughs>